Getting the smile and confidence you've been dreaming about all from the comfort of your home isn't a total mystery with Bite Clear Aligners. Just don't be surprised if all your friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Bite Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Well, hello, Darkfish Rally friends, and welcome to our preview for the penultimate round. Would you believe it, the penultimate round, Luke? of this year's World Rally Championship. By the way, it's not David Evans, is it? It's our wonderful deputy editor. That's me, and I'm sorry for everyone that was expecting David. It was a bit of a different relationship this weekend. Colin's kind of tutoring me and showing me all the ways. Um, but we'll get into that, I'm sure, much into the weekend. But we're here, of course, to talk about Rally Spain, Colin. A we are. Rather we are. grey Rally Spain at the well, moment. Rather grey. Yeah, he's picking up all the bad habits from me, by the way, isn't he? Yeah, listen, let's, let's start off then talking about the weather because you know, it's a traditional-ish rally Spain. There are one or two changes to the itinerary in terms of stages. We'll talk about those shortly. But we come to Spain normally and we expect we expect decent weather, Luke. This weekend, well, there could well be something a bit juicy out there. Well, the first thing we noticed, Colin, when we got off the flight on Tuesday night was the, how sort of humid the temperature was. It felt like there was thunder in the air. It felt like something was coming. And that perception hasn't changed at nope. all since you've been here. The skies have always been looking a little bit different. The forecasts yeah. have been telling us various different things. But we've had a little bit of rain this morning on Shakedown Day. We expect it to come again tomorrow to shake that up. But as you say, for October at Rally Spain, you kind of expect it to be a little bit sunny, a little bit nicer, but it's... It's not, it, it it's should. not. And that could really present a few issues, particularly, as Luke said, tomorrow morning. Now, the forecast is for temperatures around about 22, 23 degrees, but we go up into the mountains. And what happens when you go into the mountains? Well, it gets a little bit cooler and the weather becomes less predictable. Those opening two stages tomorrow morning are going to be fascinating. We had a little look at them. We've done a wee video. Have a look on our YouTube page. But you need to do that, don't you, Luke? You know, when you have a rally that drivers know so well you have to shake things up occasionally mix things up make it a little bit challenging and the first two stages actually the first three stages tomorrow because stage three yes they know it but it's in reverse yeah something different it is, it is indeed, and it was something that we were quite happy to find out, wasn't it, when we came here, because as you say, particularly Saturday and Sunday stage, the, the drivers know them so, so well, so you probably don't even need the cold drivers to go through in there. In some ways, yeah. in some ways, absolutely right. We talked about the weather, there is some weather on its way. Tomorrow morning will be chilly, potentially, it'll be maybe a little bit humid in places, it might even rain. And again, what does that mean, Luke? It means that we have potentially again I keep talking potentially I'm sorry about that because the <laughs> forecast is so uncertain a debate about tire choice and a differing tire choice strategy 
could give us something really interesting. And it already has, isn't it, Colin? This morning on Shakedown, all the Toyotas took soft tyres, but the rest took hard. So that's why there's a big difference in the times there, maybe I think 10 seconds or so. I think actually Pierre-Louis Lube got quite close in the end, but generally the Toyotas had such a big gap. We wouldn't expect that as the rally goes on, but it is an interesting choice because you can look at it both ways. If the rally, as we expect, is going to be damp tomorrow, the Toyota drivers have got that experience of the soft tyre. But as we were talking to Gus Greensmith halfway through his runs, and he was saying, well, he expects the hard tyres and he needs more throughout the weekend. So he's saving his sauce for tomorrow and then has more experience on the hards for when it comes to Saturday. So, yep. so it's a big roll of the dice in a way. It is a big roll of the dice. A couple of things to look out for. Different tyre choices for sure. But then different tyre allocations. You, it might well be that if the hard compound becomes the tyre of choice, and it could easily be on every stage if the weather <laughs> doesn't go away tomorrow morning, you know, are all of the drivers going with the same allocations i'm not sure we have to find that out and we'll get back to you with that one so the route is slightly different the tire choices are intriguing what do we think then look about driver's chances we're in front of the world champion cali rovin Perez place here first on the road tomorrow cali rovin Perez. we've had a look at that second stage in particular the cleanest place to be he could have a good advantage. He could, and, and that's got to be his chance to push. It is an interesting situation for Cali, as we all know, he is now the new world champion, but does that affect his approach? He told us not yesterday mm. night. He said it was business normal. We kind of expected him to say that, but it is an interesting one. You can drive without any pressure. Yes, Toyota has a manufacturer's championship to win, but the odds are very good to get that done oh, this yeah. weekend. Yeah, so yeah. he can just drive as he likes. And as you say, Colin, particularly in the cuts when it's wet, it gets pulled out. He can make the road as dirty as he likes for the rest. And oh, well, that's we've his seen chance that to before, make haven't we? Where drivers actually intentionally go as deep as they can to make it as dirty as possible. Elvin Evans, I tell you what we'll do. Well, have we listened to what Elvin Evans told us last night? Because it's not been a great season for him. Two rallies, though, to get a result. Let's hear what he had to say. I think overall the pace has not been uh, so disastrous. You know, there's been some good performances along the way, uh, but we haven't been able to consistently, let's say, bring it together, which is uh, which is obviously what we, we need to try and do now for the remaining rounds. At the end of the day, you want to explore a bit, you want to find your pace ready for, for next year. Of course, there's a job to do with the, with the manufacturers as well. So, um, you know, it's uh, it's just a case of, of getting our head down and, and getting the best out of these uh, two rallies that are to come. It's really interesting what Elvin's saying. He's mentioned again what you talked about there, the need to secure that manufacturers, which looks, looks pretty much odds on. He's in a bit of an interesting situation. He needs for his confidence a good result here. Well, this is it. And as we all know, it's not been the best season. Razzi did joke to us as well, one of his weak points has been keeping the car on the road this year, bless him. But he's just not quite got to grips with the car as much as his teammates have. And it has cost him. But as he said, the speed has been there. It's just not been there for the entire weekend yet. But it's a funny stat because we always think about Evans and how great he is on the tarmac. But he's still yet to win on the surface in the WRC, which is quite incredible when you think about yeah. it. But there yeah, is a yeah. good chance he can do it this weekend, depending on how the weather mess up his road position. I think he's fourth on the road. Yeah, I, I think he's got he's got a good chance, but we have to see what happens tomorrow morning. This man also has a very good chance. It's nearly a year since he won in the championship, but he's back. Uh, he was relaxed as ever. We had a good chat with him last night. Nothing to prove. He'd love to win for sure. Um, I don't know. I don't know. Is he favourite? He's a lot of people's favourite, Luke. Yeah, I think so. But again, it comes to the road position tomorrow. I think he's down in seventh. So if it does rain, that could be a bit of a problem for him. But Well, listen, no, no, I think it's going to be a problem anyway. If it doesn't yeah. rain, I think particularly that second stage, you know, you could lose a bundle of time on that really loose, horrible pollution that comes yeah. out. So 
Yeah. Well, the, the keeper said they'll sort of cut across you there, but this is the first time all year he's done a rally back to back. That's so true. The seat time he'll get from yeah. that, the confidence, he's, he's familiar with the car, he's not up against it compared to everybody else. Will that make a difference? We'll have to see, but it's a rally he's always gone quite well on on the past here as well. So it should be, a, I, mean, I would be expecting at least a podium. Mm. Can he do more? We'll have to see. Yeah, back to back is interesting. The pace in New Zealand was good as well, so that will certainly give him an awful lot of confidence. A man who definitely needs a big confidence boost ahead of this event, and then I suppose more importantly, Japan in a few weeks' time is Takamoto-san. You know what? The last few rallies, he's been a little lost. He's been a little lost, and it's not like him. We know he's lacked experience in the past. He's building experience. But what's happened the last few events is confidence has taken a real knock. That's tough for a driver. It is. It is as we saw in Greece in particular, his pace really wasn't anywhere near where we'd expect it to be. Miles in, in New Zealand, he had that beautiful run of consecutive points finish come mm. to an end. But as we all know here, Colin, I don't want to say it's just an extended test session, it's a bit harsh, but Rally Japan is the big one for Taka. Oh, this is a great chance for him just to get confidence in the car, get confident with it on tarmac, and we'll see what he can do. But as you say, Taka's strong suit this year when it hasn't gone well has been to just keep the car on the road. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. You see, consistently, there's our friend Joel just waving, check out those socks, wonderful. Can you see those socks? Goodness <laughs> me. Look, Hyundai, um, do they feel confident, decent tests ahead of the event? You know, we've seen pace certainly from Nouvelle, and we saw pace from Tanak in Ypres. Uh, good pace as well when we were in Croatia. Yeah, they've got to have a chance. They've got to have a chance. I think so. Uh, Pre-event, Tanak was talking a little bit about how the, the tarmac and the driving style here is different, so it is kind of a new challenge. I think he seemed quite keen to sort of rule out his form in Croatia and Ypres, but you never know whether it could <laughs> just be throwing away for the set. We'd have to see, but they all looked quite relaxed yesterday when we spoke to them. Obviously, there was a little bit of chatter about where things were going with the team. There is an article on dirtfish.com right now if you want to see what they had to say about that. But yeah, we'd have to assume they're going to be right in the mix. As we know, this is a rally that Thierry Neuville in particular has done really well on in the past. Twice a winner, the last two editions. So in theory, he's a favourite, but again, the car is totally different to what he's had before. Well, so. you know, we're not. We're I'm never quite sure what we're going to get with a high on that car, to be honest with you. The setup has to be bang on for their drivers to be in with a chance. You're the one that everyone would dearly love to see taking a win. Don't forget, you know, this could be the last Rally Catalonia we see for quite some time if the rumours are to be believed. So it is very possibly Danny Sordo's final Rally Catalonia. Uh, he's come close to winning in the past, particularly in the Citroen days. Do you know what? I just don't see it happening this time. A podium is a real possibility. I can't see, sadly, Sordo taking that fairy tale win. We haven't got the gravel leg anymore, and that was always what used to suit him on a part-time season. He would do the first day, climb yes. up the order, and he'd be in a very strong position for Saturday, where the times are always quite close. Tomorrow, he really has to just mm. hit it from the ground running, and he hasn't done that this year so far, and that's probably going to be his biggest hurdle. But as you say, we're not meant to have favourites, but my God, we'd love to see it. Yeah. Everyone here would love to see it if he could pull it you off. You know, on the most astonishing run of form, isn't he? If you look purely at results, it's five podiums in a row, I think. Last five yes, minutes, four yeah. or five podiums in a row. But, but he's said to us, he's been quite open about it. Look, you know, the majority of them haven't come from pace and performance. They've come from really tenacity, sticking in, making sure he gets to the finish. He did actually say to me not so long ago, if the pace isn't there, if I can't compete in Spain at the very top, then I'll consider what I want to do next year. 
That's a little bit worrying because you'll be a man in demand, that's for sure. <laughs> well, this is it. With everything that's been going on with the team recently, mm. with Oliver Solberg parting ways with the, with Hyundai, it's, mm. he's a driver they can't really afford to lose. Arguably, they couldn't afford so. to lose him anyway with mm. the contribution he brings. But it's going to be interesting. But as you say, I think this event will be massively important for whatever his future is. Yeah, so a quick walk around the service park past the wonderful Casa Pirelli. That could be interesting, some of the discussions in there this weekend to M Sport. It's a wonderful lineup. So many cars. Hootenin, Lucanier. Those guys are obviously running in the Rally 2 category. Then you've got Serderidis in the Rally 1 car. And one, two, three, four, is it? One, two, I can't even count. Four, five Rally 1 four, cars? Five, five Rally yeah. 1 cars being run by M Sport this weekend. Look, you know, M Sport, everyone's favourite team, or certainly everyone's second favourite team at least. They need to have a little bit of a change of fortune, don't they? Because the luck just hasn't been there. The performance from one or two of the drivers has been questionable this year. Yeah, it is a difficult season for him. And we're saying this to Malcolm Wilson last night, and I think he almost just sort of praying to the gods, like, my luck has to change at some point. Because for one reason or another, things just haven't strung together. But it is an interesting, and we were talking about this before earlier today, that this season now, with the Toyota on-course manufacturers, drivers is wrapped up, there's, not, there's nothing to sort of win or gain for M Sport. The mathematical error of all of it so in a way they're kind of here just to chase a good result and that might sound a bit trivial but for a team that's been through as much as these guys have that would be everything a podium finish this weekend would be would be like a win for these a podium, guys a podium really would be the most fantastic result Craig Breen is the man most likely to deliver that for him you'll bring it on tarmac in the past yes he hasn't been here uh, for a number of years I think four years or so since Breen was here but Breen on tarmac before the start of this, con this season was considered a real prospect, a prospect for wins potentially. Yep, yeah, he definitely, he definitely was. And I think this is another one of these rallies that Craig, he, he has done it a few times in the past, but he's not been here for quite a while. Mm. I think it was 2018 in the, the Citroen when he was last here. So it has been a while, but I suspect the knowledge of the stage will still carry him through. But as you say, Colin, it's been one of those years for him where <laughs> he almost seems a bit lost now as to why things are just not quite clicking. He, he, has, he has the speed, we've all seen it, but he's just not quite been able to make a result out of it. It's just not pulling it all together, unfortunately. We'll see what Breen can do this weekend. So there we are, folks. In terms of the stages, let me tell you a little bit about that before we go. Three days, 19 stages. Day one, day two, almost identical in terms of length, 118 kilometers. Day three, 56 kilometers and four stages. It's going to be fascinating for sure. You rally Catalonia, well, sometimes it can be reasonably predictable. At times, it throws us absolute curveballs. Who's your money on this weekend, Luke? Oh, you throw me under the bus. I had yeah, no time to think about it. you under the bus. Go I had on, no quick, time to think about it at all. It's a very big zoom for the caravan. So I would say Evans. Ooh. Oh, yeah. I'm going to go with a win for Ogier. We'll wait and see what happens. Folks, we kick off very early tomorrow morning. Stick with us for all the action, all the drama as it unfolds here in the hills above Salou. Turkfish.com, the place to be.